Hey, Lindsay. Hey, Doug. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? Doing pretty good. Yeah, it's uh, good to be hanging out with you right now. And yeah. so we're in the middle of, uh, well, we just talked about the Holy Spirit last, yeah. uh, our last gathering. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, and we're, we have some homework, uh, and that was to read the book of Acts. And so yes. I know you're reading it. So what are you learning about the Holy Spirit as you're reading Acts? I have been enjoying the boldness of the Holy Spirit, huh. or the boldness He gives us. Mm. Um, I love the Holy Spirit as comforter and like guidance and that kind of counselor, that whole thing. Um, but I think reading about the boldness that Holy Spirit gave Peter and John, um, I'm only five books in, so that's, yeah. that's where I'm at. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. Five chapters in, yeah. but <laughs> I've just been, um, blown away by the boldness. And then, um, like, so they're in the upper room and the Holy Spirit comes upon them. Or not, maybe it's not the upper room. That's from. Yeah, no, the right. Oh, is that right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm, yeah. you know, I'm studying. So, yeah. <laughs> but they, and the Holy Spirit comes upon them. And then the next two ch- or two chapters later, they're praying after Peter and John have been in front of the, um, they get arrested and yeah. they get back to their folks and they're praying again. And the Holy Spirit comes on them again. Yeah. And I thought that was a cool thing. Cause like, I feel like I've been taught like the Holy Spirit came and they spoke in tongues and that happened once. Yeah right at Pentecost. And that's not really true. Like it happens again and again. And I yeah. think that's been really exciting to learn. Yeah. It's, it's almost like this beautiful picture, like, like Jesus does, you know, the the father doesn't just give you the Holy spirit once. Like you have enough, like, yeah. I mean, yes, you have enough. It doesn't enough. come in a box one time. Right. Like here's your gift, <laughs> right. but that it's this continual filling. Yeah. This can like the promise just continues to flow. And I think too, it's just like, I mean, it would almost be like if I looked at my kids and one time was like, I love you very much. And then just never <laughs> said it again. Or like, right. you know, this is your only Christmas present for the next 18 years, <laughs> you know, for the rest of your life. Merry yeah. Christmas. Yeah. But the fact that like the spirit continues to guide, continues to speak, continues to empower people in boldness. And yeah, you're right. It's just like this beautiful beautiful picture. Have you ever experienced boldness in your life where the Uh, prophetess, the tigress (laughs) came out? I would say a few times. Yeah. Yeah. It's scary, but it's good. Yeah. I mean, well, I can say that looking back that it's good, but sometimes it doesn't feel great. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I was really taken back as I'm reading through and I, 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 I can't remember. I'm reading through a version that doesn't have any chapters. So it's like just this continual story, which is really, which is probably, I mean, how it was written. Well, (laughs) I mean, I think someone was editing. even. They added numbers while they were writing sentences. I think so. We should call this chapter 10. What's a good heading? (laughs) Theophilus, what heading should we use? Oh, by the way, Theophilus, I love that word. Yeah. I I read in a commentary. It's not something I usually do, but that it means God lover. Isn't that awesome? Yes. And it like, some people think maybe it wasn't just one person. It was Mm. like, he was like writing to lovers of God. Yeah. I was like, Oh dang. Yeah. (laughs) It's so interesting. I mean, I think when we look at the book of acts to realize that acts and Luke were written together. And so it was like literally the scroll ended and they started a new one. It's like, this is the the story of Jesus. And this is the story of the church, like the story of the Holy spirit. And so it's interesting the way that we encounter the Holy spirit. I, I love just, it seems like the Holy spirit gets, these disciples whose lives have been radically changed and altered by Jesus into a lot of trouble. Yeah. I mean, it's so like, I can imagine like sitting with Jesus a few weeks earlier and 
him, you know, or a few months earlier being like, Hey guys, like when you go in front of like judges and you're about to be thrown in prison, don't worry, I'll give you the right <laughs> things to say. I'd be like, what? Huh? Be like, uh, could you tell yeah. me those things now yeah, so I like, can be ready? <laughs> I want to kind of practice those because yeah. I stumble over my words all the time. Uh, and I don't want to sound like an idiot, but even in the, I think it's chapter three, um, or chapter four, I can't remember which one, but there's this part where the these guys are talking with um, the judges or the Pharisees mm-hmm. and the religious leaders are talking to Peter and John and they make this comment of like these are supposed to be uneducated yes. men like yeah. what is going on yeah and I just find that so fascinating the fact mm-hmm. that like the church just keeps it just seems like it just keeps growing but it's funny because right off the bat Jesus says hey. Go to the go to Jerusalem. You're going to receive power mm-hmm. to go to Jerusalem, Judea, and all Samaria, and even to the ends of the earth. And mm-hmm. so it's like there's almost like this bullseye moving outwards. Yeah. And so I'm going to send you, and it's going to bless here first, and it's just going to ripple effect mm-hmm. out. Mm-hmm. But it's not until Stephen is stoned mm-hmm. that the church actually begins to spread. So because of persecution, mm-hmm. the church finally begins to spread. Mm-hmm. I think about that with uh, one of our global partners mm-hmm. who. Uh, has faced, you know, persecution and mm-hmm. beatings and, you know, friends of his have been, have been killed for the gospel. And yet the church, like the gates of hell have not prevailed yeah. and will not prevail. No. And it's, yeah, it's like, I feel as if it's this beautiful reminder of the spirit is still at work. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's been really, really, really good stuff. How have you noticed, like, I, I have these things, I feel like when I'm stuck in books or when I get a chance to read books with other people, I start seeing these books happen. And um, let me, like, ha- are you noticing any things in your life that are kind of matching up with what you're reading at the moment? Yeah. So I've, um, well, this, so it doesn't so much match up with acts, but it matches up with what we talked about on our last podcast hmm. about um, comparison. Comparison. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I mentioned last time that I really wanted to be released from this comparison issue and I felt the Holy Spirit really nudging me to, um, let go of social media for a while. Wow. Cause that's where I feel like I'm being most presented with things I need to compare myself to. Hmm. Um, so it felt like a good opportunity with the start of Lent to delete the apps off my phone. Wow. Um, which felt like a big step. It was real hard. Yeah, <laughs> totally. Uh, as a like stay at home mom, that's my connection to other adults. So that was my biggest fear <laughs> was that no one was going to talk to me anymore or I was not going to talk to any adult. But I've really felt God saying, I'm releasing you from this comparison. Wow. Um, and, and he was also, it wasn't just like, uh, like I've told people like, oh, I'm giving up social media for Lent. And that feels like not the right language. It was really an invitation from God to say, let me show you what I can fill the time with. Wow. Cause I do spend, I spend a lot of time scrolling yeah. um, endlessly. Um, so that was, it was more of an invitation and yes, it happened at this time mm. when people do give things up. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so it fit in that way, but yeah. that's not, that almost feels more cultural and not spiritual, but it, this huh. is a spiritual giving up. This is a, a come coming, a God inviting me into this yeah. time. And it's, 
it's been a week now. Well, wow. when we're recording this, it's been a week. But when you listen to this, it'll probably be almost two weeks. So that's exciting. Yeah, that's really exciting. <laughs> I'll, I'll bang my, it's been two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll hope future Lindsay, Lindsay keeps her promises. Speak it into the future, sister. <laughs> but yeah, and the comparison has fallen off. And wow. I feel like it's not a big deal. And like in little things, like I don't look at my closet and think like, oh, I have nothing to wear. It's like. I have plenty to wear and it's not like, because I'm not comparing what I have to what other people have. That's beautiful. It's just, it seems surface level silly, but it's really God opening spaces in my brain. Mm. And so it feels good. (laughs) That's really incredible, Lindsay. I I feel like those are the kinds (laughs) of moments where like the spirit just continues to speak to us today. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it's interesting. I've, uh, you know, m- most people know I'm, I'm a hockey guy. I don't watch hockey, but I play and I ref and just love the game of ice hockey. But my like pretend my other church that I'm part of, mm-hmm. we meet <laughs> sporadically throughout the year, pl- you know, around yeah. hockey rinks and have these like beautiful times. And I- I'm just so blessed to not spend to be with guys that don't yet know Jesus and to mm. have these beautiful conversations. But it was interesting. I was on my way over to the rink uh, last Monday and I was just like asking the Lord, like, Lord, help me to see people the way that you do. Mm. And I ended up getting into this like 45 minute conversation with one of the gentlemen on our team. And he just started like talking about just real like difficult life, mm. like anxiety. And it was mm. fascinating. I heard th- three guys in the last two games on our team and Great guys, like super cool dudes, but they all said, I really struggle with anxiety. Mm. And I'm just Mm. like praying, Lord, like deliver these dudes from anxiety. And it's been really interesting Mm. to like be able to step into that and like to share my faith, like Mm -hmm. to share my faith and my Mm -hmm. story and the way I've seen Jesus begin to take anxiety away from others that I've had these great conversations and relationships with over the Mm -hmm. year. And so I've just been really encouraged the way I'm sensing like the spirit working and even watching, you know, Renew, I was really taken back by this past gathering, we talked about the Holy Spirit, even having that that bucket in the middle of the room and noticing like the way the kids were interacting with yeah. this bucket that was catching the water mm-hmm. that was leaking from the ceiling. Mm-hmm. Um, but then just hearing people not look at it as an inter- interruption, but as an opportunity to listen to what yeah. God might be up to. Mm-hmm. So I've just been really, really, really grateful for, for that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited to have Mayor here tonight to talk about a story you mentioned last Sunday. Yeah, I'm excited to have her here too because uh, I felt like in that moment I didn't know if I wanted to share the full thing or yeah. just kind of give the cliff notes. And so it'll yeah. be fun to, I mean, I'm partial. She's pretty cool. She is cool. Yeah. <laughs> I'm here tonight with Doug and Mayor, our pastor and his wife. And we're going to um, kind of talk about something Doug talked about at Gathering. Um, he told us about an encounter they recently had with the Holy Spirit. So you guys want to tell us a little bit more about that story? Yeah, well, I mean, I think, first of all, it'd be really good to hear from Mayor, like, how great her husband is. And oh, gosh. Just, oh, well, that's <laughs> not why, that is not why we're doing this. <laughs> what a great guy is. And it might happen to be me, but that's cool. Well, Mayor, why don't you tell us true. about this story? Yeah, sorry. <laughs> One track mind. Um, yeah. So Mary and I were at a conference with um, Tim and Cindy and Clyde and Kim a few weeks ago out in Harrisburg. And um, yeah, it was a really just a great time to be away together and to worship Jesus. And So this conference is called Firestorm and it's 
amazing. Um, it's very charismatic, so it's exciting. But if you're not used to that, it mm-hmm. can be maybe a little intimidating or um, just different. But um, it was a couple days worth of just it just felt very life giving. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. We walked away feeling very full and had a great time worshiping. Great speakers. The speakers would speak for like two hours, wow. and you would just be <laughs> like, "What? You're done? No, keep going." <laughs> That's exactly how we all feel at Renew. Yeah. Every, right? Every yeah, hour. I can tell. Usually, it's when the eyes glaze over <laughs> and people are looking at their watches for lunch. One. So okay, there's a little bit. Backstory here. I am, I've been working at a Chick fil A for the last two and a half years, but I have a teaching degree and I taught before our kids were born. Mm -hmm. And I had been wrestling with the idea of transitioning out of Chick fil A, Mm -hmm. going back to subbing, looking for a full time teaching job. Um, And so at this conference, I kept thinking, you know, it was heavy on my heart. Did I do enough for the people at Chick-fil-A to tell them about Jesus? Mm. Did I, um, did I, yeah, just did I spread the word enough? And did I, did I tell people enough that Jesus loves them and who he is? And um, so, yeah, that was heavy on my heart. And the one night started out with worship and then there was a speaker. So during worship, Doug had sat down and I said, are you okay? And he, he said, oh, my leg's burning. And he has this part of his leg um, ever since I think you had your heart stuff done, right? Is when um, he's had this numbness and this burning. Mm. And so he sat down and he said, my leg is really hurting me. And so, you know, the speaker got up to speak and in it, he talked about seeds mm. and I don't remember his exact words, but I felt like it was just confirmation that God said, Mary, you've done enough. You've planted seeds. Mm -hmm. You have told people you've worked with outright that Jesus loves them, Mm -hmm. that they are loved um, and pointed them in the right direction. And so that was really cool. And then at the end of him speaking, it was the weirdest thing. I've had God speak to me before. I've had the Holy Spirit speak to me before, but... I felt so strongly Mm -hmm. that God was saying, get Doug and take him up and have somebody pray over him. Mm. Because they had a bunch of people up there just with intercessory prayers. And um, I, Doug was like in the back and I was like, (laughs) Cindy, I got to find Doug. We got to pray for him. Where's Doug? I got to find Doug. He's got to come up front. So I found Doug and I was like, this is going to sound weird, but I got to take you up front. We have to go up front and pray for you. Like mm-hmm. God is telling me we got to take you up front and pray for you. And he was like, okay. So <clears throat> I don't know. Did you think that was weird? Probably no, not. No, I've, no, done, no. I've done some things like that I've, before. I've learned. I mean, yeah, I feel like <clears throat> the Lord's just been just doing so much with Mary over the years. Like even mm-hmm. when I was having a fib, I remember being actively in, in a fib. So my mm-hmm. heart was beating like 150 beats mm-hmm. per minute. It was insane. And she's like, I'm going to, I'm going to, in the name of Jesus, I'm going to tell mm-hmm. your heart to get back into rhythm. And so she put her hand on my chest and she prayed and like, just my heart went right yeah. back into normal rhythm. So. But again, that was the Holy Spirit telling me yes. to do something yeah. that I was a little uncomfortable <laughs> with, but I knew I needed to do it. Yeah. yeah. Um. So yeah, we went up and this lady took us to the side and I said, you know, my husband has been having this burning in his leg and I know God can heal him. I know he can. 
And so she started praying for his leg. And then she started praying in the spirit. Mm -hmm. And then she started praying for Doug's back, which we didn't say anything about. And Mm -hmm. he's been having some issues here and there with his back. Then she started praying in the spirit again. Mm -hmm. And again, I brought my husband up to be prayed for. Mm -hmm. And this woman put her hands on my head and I just lost it. Wow. And she spoke the two words that just rang out that she spoke to me were release Mm. and a new season. Mm. And to think that I brought my husband up there because I was being called to take him. But Mm -hmm. really, God had words for me, too. Yeah. Yeah. And um. Uh, I just I lost it because, like I said, I'd been wrestling with, Mm -hmm. is this the right decision? And for for God to speak through her to say to me, you are released Mm -hmm. and I have a new season for you was just what I needed to hear. Yeah. Um, But it was again, it was just amazing because I went up there for my husband and here God had had amazing words for me. Yeah, I think God uses your wifeness in that. Like, you wouldn't almost go for just yourself. Like, if you felt, do you know, like, that's yeah, so I, true. That's yeah. like a blanket wife thing. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like, if God is saying, Mira, go up there and get prayer, you'd be like, I'm okay. Yeah, like, I'm, I'll yeah. push through. Yeah. I'll, I'll be this. fine. But he says, go for your husband. And that's what stirs you up front and yeah. gets your attention. So which is a beautiful thing mm. about your marriage, too, um, that you're that connected and, um, yeah, that you would. Go out on a limb for your husband, for your man. So I think that's good. And I I know Tim and Cindy have spoken this over our house church and over us personally. Like as a spouse, you have a real um, depth and connection to your to your spouse from God. Mm. And like you have a real I'm missing the right word here. Authority in your spouse's life. So I think, and that is shown here and shown yeah. with the AFib story and everything like that. Yeah. So, yeah. And I think too, like it's, it's one of those things that's been really fun to watch and, and just exciting to watch, for, you know, for, for both of us to grow over the years. I mean, we've mm. been married almost, it'll be 20 years in two years, which is Woo. super cool. <laughs> but I think what's been really great is like, we've both grown so much yeah. and to see Mare like, Die. I mean, we kind of grew up in the same churches that were, I don't sense that they like stiff armed the Holy Spirit, but mm. there was more of like, let's just not talk about it because mm-hmm. there's weird, mm-hmm. there can be weird stuff that's yeah. kind of attached to that. Yeah. And so, you know, I think just watching us both grow in what it looks like to trust the Spirit and to mm-hmm. submit to what the Spirit mm-hmm. has for us has been like a little terrifying <laughs> at times, like yeah. what is happening, but also... I couldn't think of a better way to live. I think, too, Tim and Cindy have given me some really good books, and I will not remember who wrote them, but one of them was Miracle Work. Yes. And another one was The Veil. Mm. And um, I feel like they're books that have really challenged me to – challenged me in my – I walk with the Lord, but more so my Holy Spirit of Mm. stepping out Mm -hmm. in faith and trust Mm -hmm. and knowing that because we have the Holy Spirit, we get to do the same things Jesus did. We get to heal people and we get to see miracles, too. And we get to be a part of that. Yeah. And I feel like reading books like that where people are doing these things like Mm -hmm. Todd White was at this conference and. Like he heals people and he empowers and teaches other people how to tap into the Holy Spirit Mm. and do the same things. Mm -hmm. 
And I, yeah, I mean, I feel like when you read things like that, it challenges you to take a step of faith and, and be like, well, I can do that too. Yeah. You know, and reading miracle work, I think I had just read it or was in the middle of reading it when Doug had his AFib episode. Mm. And I was like, the Holy Spirit is telling (laughs) me that we're going to, we're going to stop your heart tonight. Like we're going to stop this AFib. Don't don't stop it all the way. Not stop it. (laughs) Yeah, no, that would be bad. I don't want to do that. (laughs) Put it back in its normal Stop the AFib. But I mean, I'm not a medical professional, (laughs) but please don't stop his heart. No, I don't want that to happen either. But it's There's just, been a few times he's probably <laughs> wanted to. <laughs> it's just exciting. And I feel like books where people, real people in real life are doing this for yes. real. Mm-hmm. It's just such a challenge and such a like, we can do this. You know, yeah. God told us yeah. that Jesus told us that we can and we will do these right. things. Right. Yeah. And I think, too, it's it's interesting because when when we look at some of these these books uh, and even like thinking about. I mean, there's so many, but essentially what it is, is it's like, it's taking what's happened in scripture and saying like, it's still happening. It Mm -hmm. hasn't stopped. It's, it's just, it's like to realize these people are putting flesh and bones on the stories that we've read in scripture. Yeah. And, um, I mean, I I can't, you know, again, it's one of those things where it's like, I, I don't feel like it, it unmuddies all the water and like we have all the answers for everything (laughs) and like, Oh, Hey, we'll just, you know, not at all. But I think it's, it's just this beautiful posture to say, like we really long to hear from the Lord mm. and to we long to like to trust that God can do really big, powerful things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But we also recognize that sometimes like he sometimes he's got something different planned. I mean, mm. I, I'll never forget the story. I have a good friend of mine. Uh, his, his wife passed away a few years ago of brain cancer. And, she, you know, right towards the end of, of, of her life, she was like, you know, kind of fading pretty quickly and and her husband was so angry like we prayed for your healing Mm. and we wanted this to happen and what in the world and god where were you and what's going on why didn't you do this and she looked at him and she she said you know i have been healed Mm. i just haven't been cured so Mm. like the curing Mm. didn't necessarily take place but the healing happened and she's like look at our marriage look at the relationship with our children Mm. look at the you know the fact that I, I had a chance to 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 walk, you know, to, to be there when our our our, our youngest daughter got married, and mm. all these different things, and so it was. And she's like, the relationships at work, and God has just restored and healed mm. so many things that I, mm. like, I never never would have seen. And I remember him kind of sharing the story with tears in, in, in his eyes. He said, you know, um, before she died, she called cancer her friend. Mm. Because it just it it you know, and so in that, it's like Jesus did a miracle work yeah. in that. I mean. And I think sometimes we have a tendency to think like it's either one or the other or even like the way shame can kind of fit into mm-hmm. that whole thing. Like, oh, you know, like I prayed and it didn't happen. It's like, oh, it's probably my faith. It's yeah. not big enough yeah. or maybe I did something wrong or when I think it's like, man, Jesus, you know, he sends out these 12, 72 guys, you know, and gals to go preach the gospel and to heal people and they do and they come back and they're like it really works yeah. Holy so-. they're like you know we too yeah it's yeah. like wow that's amazing um but i think too just realizing that like it, it just this beautiful reminder of we just want to have this simple faith and i feel like our life has always been more in the place of like i mean i i love wrestling with questions and thinking through deep things but just this simple faith of we want to trust God. Mm-hmm. We want to trust that he's good. We want to trust that whatever he's up to, he's going to he's going to walk with us and, mm-hmm. and help us. Yeah. What is it like as a pastor being ministered to? 
Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> Can you unpack that a little bit? <laughs> yeah, it was weird. Uh, I, I mean, I'm, I'm holding a little black notebook and I can honestly say friends that this was the first conference I've been to where I took zero notes for renew Wow. and just sat and soaked in mm. God's mm. presence for a few days. There's a lot of tear spots on here. Mm. Just, I think just sitting in the good, just sitting with the goodness of God for the mm-hmm. course of a few days and mm. just having a chance to, to, to pour back praise to Jesus was like super helpful. Um, yeah, I, I just feel like it was really fun to just be. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think sometimes, you know, all of us, whenever, whatever line of work we're in, when we're at conferences where it's kind of related to work, you feel like you have to bring something back right. and it just felt like the Lord gave me this beautiful freedom to just, just mm. receive, mm. like, you don't have to bring anything mm-hmm. back, just receive. Mm. And it's messed with me. And there's a lot of good things that yeah. are unfolding in my life, but I didn't feel this pressure of like, all right, we got to figure out what the next three months are going to look right. like. So that was really, really encouraging, but yeah. it is, it's a new space for me to be mm. at a conference and not feel like I have to, you know, think about, like, I have to put the pastor hat on. Mm. It's like the pastor hat came off, I think on the way out mm. and then it just stayed off for the weekend and we just had a good time just being Doug and Mare and hanging out with friends and eating really good food. We ate, dude, there's this place. <laughs> I, I don't know if we're allowed to announce places to eat, but if you are willing to drive two hours, it's called. Tomato pie. Tomato pie. Right? Yeah. Tomato it, pie cafe. Tomato pie cafe. It It is legitimately a And pie. it's not like tomato pie not around like here. Like not Italian like tomato pie. Tomato no. pie, not at all. It's like a straight it's up amazing, pie though, with, with tomatoes, tomatoes and like and all like kinds of stuff. cheese on top. Oh. It, Almost like broiled at the end. I or don't something. like tomatoes, oh, it, and I so ate, good. It, it, it radically transformed. <laughs> he ate my two life. pieces. I was like, "This is awesome, so good." And <laughs> Joel's looking it up right now. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like this conference was amazing and spirit filled. I'm wondering what kind of things you've taken away from the conference that you're able to implement in your everyday. So for me, um, Cindy Cole. One thing that stands out about her is that she always talks about how Jesus loves her, Mm. but she says it and she knows it and she believes it deep down. Mm -hmm. And I feel like it's something you, if you grow up in the church, you hear that, Mm -hmm. oh, Jesus loves me, this Mm -hmm. I know. And, you know, you hear Jesus loves you, but I feel like as I become an adult and I've met Cindy, I want that same, mm. like, I want to know that Jesus yes. loves me and I want to yes. feel it and believe it and not just hear it and be like, yeah, it's something I heard as a kid. Right. And I feel like I have been growing in that, mm. knowing and believing that Jesus loves me. And I feel like, um, like Doug said, oh, there, we, I cried so much during mm. worship during this mm. conference because I just felt so close to God and the words I was singing, I, I was believing. Mm. And the, the one song that, um, uh, what is it? I no longer, you know, like fear no longer, no longer a slave to fear, no longer a slave mm. to fear. I am a child of God. Mm, I love that and song. that phrase popped up on the screen. I am a child of God. And I thought, Yes. Like Mm. I was just in this wonderful moment of worship and thinking, I am your child, Mm. God. I am. Mm. And I felt like the phrase that I walked away from that conference with was, I am a dearly loved child of Mm. God. And that is what I have continued to remind myself every day Mm. is that Jesus loves me. And I feel like I finally have that, like what Cindy has, like, 
Jesus loves me. Oh, he I really love does. Like mm-hmm. I know it and I feel it. And it's not just this thing to be said anymore, yeah. but like I truly deeply mm-hmm. believe it. So that for me was uh it's it's what I needed, you yeah. know? Like it yeah. just filled me up and yeah, I just keep and I feel like it's just a truth that I want to keep passing on to people around me that yeah. you are a dearly loved mm. child of God. Mm-hmm. He loves you so much yeah. and you are his child. Mm. I love that. Yeah. Doug and Mayor, thank you guys for sharing. Um, I loved hearing that story. Yeah, it was really fun to just hear kind of the, I mean, I live with Mare, so that's really cool. But to <laughs> And hear, you knew the story. <laughs> well, and I think too, like to watch her kind of uncork again, yeah. like as she's sharing what the Lord's doing in her life and the way the Holy Spirit's like really just filling her right now. It's just yes. super, super encouraging. And yeah. Um, oh, and we have, we'll have the names of those books, the songs and the cafe in our show notes. Yeah. Too. Oh yeah. Definitely the yeah. cafe. If anyone wants to write out to the tomato pie cafe, <laughs> hit me up. I will go with you. Guaranteed conversation. In the you will be, yeah. We might even record it. You might and, get, oh, oh wow. Ooh, that's a good idea. A road trip, <laughs> a road trip in podcast. between. That sounds like that couldn't be an issue Joel at all. Joel is currently rolling his eyes yeah. at us. Is that what that was? I could feel it. <laughs> Oh, man. No, but this is our 10th episode. It's hard to believe. It really is. It's hard to believe. It is. 10 episodes. I mean, we like we're in the double digits now. Yeah. That's a big deal. We are. Almost a teenager. Almost a teenager. (laughs) Oh, goodness. Me more. We can make it. Well, it depends. Are are you 13 as a full teenager or 16? Oh, well, teen, 13. 13. That's what I always thought. Oh. oh. Really? Doug. Wow. I worked with teenagers for a million years and I never. It's when they get a teen on the end of their age. That never 12, fully. Not a teenager. 13. Oh my gosh. Teenager. Wow. I've been so wrong. And to quote American football, I've been so lost for so long. I don't know what that is. Uh, it's a band that okay. me and like four other people in America okay. listen to. Should we put that in the show notes too? Yes. Actually, they're coming out with a new album. Oh, it no. Is- no. No. No, but they seriously okay. are. I'm so excited. Sorry, sorry. We digress. Tenth episode. And so with our 10 episodes, it's been really fun to hear stories. I feel like um, if you are just joining in with us this episode, go back and check out all of them because it's been really cool to hear the stories of the way God is at work, Um, not just in the Renew community, but even in Lansdale and Telford and Souderton and the places where, and Schwanksville and the places where we do life at large uh, as people of Jesus. And so, yeah, I mean, our whole goal of of what we do is we want to be able to tell the stories of how God's at work in between Sundays. Yeah. And that's when discipleship really happens. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah. And Lindsay had a pretty cool idea for just in the next few weeks and months moving forward. Yeah. So we have the next few episodes mapped out, but we'd love to know what you guys want us to talk about. What are stories you want us to dive into or Mm. topics you want us to dive into. So please send us an email. Our emails are in the show notes. Yes. And let us know. Yeah. And we're really looking forward to see how God's going to continue to use this time that we have together. Mm -hmm. Um, And this is like the great space for us to share these incredible stories. Yeah. So thanks for listening. Happy 10th. (laughs) Bye.